Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offred This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigarito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula. And I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football. Or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. The Miami Dolphins uh, go back to their uh, previous uh, football uh, as they lose to the Cleveland Browns uh, in a pretty manhandled game. Uh, I guess the score maybe won't reflect it as much. Um, uh, you know, 40, uh, what was it, uh, 41 to 24, I think. So, uh, but then, you know, it was a good long time where the Dolphins were losing that game. Uh, I, I think maybe even uh, twenty-eight nothing, if my memory serves me right, or some, somewhere in that vicinity for sure. So, um, you know, I, I, I think that there's a lot of questions to be answered. You know, uh, as far as where what the Dolphin direction is, where where it's going. This has been a very rocky uh, year. Uh, up and down. Um, I think what maybe has uh, camouflaged that a little bit is the, you know, the fact that they were able to uh, win a few games and, uh, and, and, and most importantly uh, beat the Jets in the fashion that, that they did. You know, it's very strange when you look at the Jets now because the Jets are, are playing very good football. They beat the Cleveland Browns, I believe, pretty, pretty strongly. And then, uh, you know, they, they beat the Oakland Raiders and, you know, they, they're, they're on a winning streak. And so, you know, it's a little strange that that, that, that almost uh, ended the, you know, or at least put Gase on the real hot seat when the Dolphins manhandled them. Uh, but I think that has a little bit, if not a lot to do with the fact that Gase is their ex-coach and, and, and all that kind of stuff. But um, it's a strange year to say the least. And, uh, and so, now, the Dolphins are back to their losing ways, um, but, you know, they were able to muster that, you know, that pretty big upset, which kind of changes a lot of the way people had had looked at them. And so, you know, it, it is what it is at this point. Um, but, uh, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick throws his 200th touchdown pass. Um, uh, you know, I guess that's, that's what you, you take away from that game. Um, but, you know, it was a strange occurrence. So, without further ado, let's get uh, Big Man in here. Uh, Rich, you know, like I said, I think this this year uh, is just, you know, it's something that, you know, you almost want to just close your eyes and forget, you know. But there was that, that Jet, uh, you know, win, which I think certainly served uh, as a highlight, you know, for the for this year and beating the Jets at any time, of course, is going to be a big deal. And now to see them get on track and, and win, and, uh, you know, to, I think you expected maybe – you didn't expect 28 nothing, I guess, uh, to start the game off in Cleveland. Is that fair to say? Well, look what's happened since then. I mean, we, we lost our, our – we got rid of – one running back got released. We traded another one. We lost our best receiver. We've had more injuries – you know, uh, you know, Rasheed Jones out for the year. Another safety out for the year. I mean, our, our roster was crap anyway. And then you take away your starters from that roster, you basically have like an expansion team. You know, it's awful. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's a fair point. There, didn't really we, we, didn't that. Have, we, we had a razor thin margin as it was, and then you're taking right. away the best of the worst. It's it's gonna you're gonna see nightmares with this. It's going to get yeah, worse. No, that's a, that's a fair point. Uh, we we have lost uh, a lot of guys since then, and like you said, the Walton uh, uh, nightmare scenario uh, was after that Jet game. We'll we'll discuss that a little bit. Um, and then 
uh, you know, uh, was it uh, well, Xavier Howard, I guess, is the one that we lost for the year. Uh, I know Rashid yeah, Jones has been on and off. out for the year also. I forget who it else. Right. We lost we lost two safeties this week. Right. Yeah. Right. So, you know, certainly there has been a lot more of the, the you know, the talent that we had, albeit as depleted as it was, you're right, our best receiver uh, in Preston Williams went down. You know, we lost him for the year. So there have been a lot of uh, roster uh, changes since that Jet game, which can't be undermined or overlooked. You're absolutely right about that. Um, but, yeah. uh, but with that being said, you know, uh, it, it certainly was not the direction that the team seemed to at least have been playing, you know, um, effort-wise. 28 nothing was very debilitating, and, you know, to, to see that. And he did make a little bit of a comeback, of course. But, um, you know, it just, it, just, it just seemed like they were really outclassed uh, on the defensive side of the ball. There's no question. And you knew Landry was going to have a big game. You could see that coming from a mile away. Which is, you know, here, here's my thing with that, um, which is a little bit surprising in the sense that there's not, there's not that many people remaining from that Landry Dolphin team. There's, a, there's some players, certainly, but nobody, like, nobody of major importance. And, uh, and other than Ross, the owner, even the, you know, most of the, the front office and that has changed so much. You would have thought that his vendetta would have been against Adam Gase, and he's certainly come out since then and bashed Gase. In fact, he did it today again. When they went to play the Jets, though, you know, they, uh, if my memory serves you right, they, they got pretty manhandled against the Jets, right? Yeah, they got beat up against them. They didn't play well against the Jets, which was really bizarre. You would have thought yeah. that that – that would have been Landry's coming out game, right? You would have thought he had a message to prove to Gase, which is, I guess, where I'm yeah. going with that. You would think. He was probably playing against the logo, if anything, you know? Yeah, no, I, I guess you're right. I guess it's his past team that sparked him up, and he's been waiting for this game. And he delivers. There's no doubt about it. I mean, we, we yeah. have a tendency to help help that along. But, uh, oh, there's no but yeah, for sure. No question. Yeah. But, you know, hey, look, you know so, it was one of our dumbest mistakes we've made in, in a long time, getting rid of a guy like that. I mean, it was moronic, you know, that they couldn't wait to get rid of this guy. You know, it's just yeah. but that's typical Miami Dolphins front office moves, you know. So, yeah, what, what yeah no doubt about it. Well, well, one of the things that I've said all along is, you know, you've been very critical of the drafts where I don't think that they were as bad as, you maybe make them see. And I think the problem is I think they had talent, and yet they they squander it all. That's the biggest mistake that this organization well, I, has I told made. you that was the last good draft we had is the Landry draft. I think after that is when uh, Tannenbaum came in there. That's when that's when the poop started coming. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, I I understand what what you say and how you know. But I mean, we've went over, uh, you know, different. Uh, the different drafts that they've had. Um, and, you know, I, I guess I'm just saying, I, I don't know, when we went through all those players, uh, you know, there certainly was um, talent there. You know, they now, even draft, right through the... Yeah, uh, he had one decent year, the Xavier Howard draft wasn't, wasn't atrocious. But other than that, it's terrible. Well, we had... Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. When, when we, you know, we took the time, we went through it. Um, yeah, I think that there was uh, a decent amount. Like, he, he got there, you know, when, uh, like, Devontae Parker, like that, you know, like that's his guys, you know, stuff like that, which I understand. I mean, um, the the Landry, Landry draft was what? That, that came uh, – I want to say like fourteen, something like that. Yeah, that was Hickey's last last year in full control. Right. He was there the next year, but he didn't have any control. You know. Yeah. So you know, so like when we went through it, you know, I mean, obviously Jay Ajay was a guy that that he drafted, right? Yeah. And we got, you know, I, I think we kind of, you know, Mr. Bolt there, Harris. Um, Xavier Howard, Kenyon Drake, uh, Tunsil. You know, guys like that, 
uh, you know, I think he's, he, he brought in. Um, yeah, Charles Harris, of course, and, and you know, that's, that's a pick that was very high up, so that, that's a major mistake on that point. And I'm not saying they were any great picks, I think he was Minka Fitzpatrick. What would you say? Tanksilberry, the, the quarterback was awful. He drafted that, that dopey freaking uh, wide receiver that was really a quarterback. You know, that that guy, what the hell yeah. was his name? He was a wide receiver, and then he was a cornerback. I and mean, there's some buttes. I don't right. have the paper in front of me. But, yeah, they don't yeah. be sticking up with yeah. those drafts. I mean, no, 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 no. you're missing my point. No, you're, Rich, 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 you're, Rich, you're missing my point, though. You're really missing the point. The point is... Devontae oh, Parker, yeah, but he yeah, drafted them. I know, I he drafted them, though. D- D- Devontae Parker, Jay Ajay, uh, Xavier Howard, Kenyon Drake, Grant, Punzel. You know, I mean, th- these are all guys. Mick Fitzpatrick. You know, I mean, he brought these guys in, and, and it seems like they just, you know, squandered them all. I think that's more to blame than the people that, you know, basically he drafted, is my point. You know, well, there was some Mika, decent talent there. is a, a decent player, dude, but let's be honest. We didn't need a safety at that point. You know, that was a mistake. And then the not playing correctly was even dumber. But, you know what I'm saying, we didn't need a – we had more holes than Swiss cheese. You didn't need other safety at that point. The decision was stupid. You know, and he keeps drafting the same players over and over. That was the issue. You, could, right. you can't build a team the way he drafts. You know, he just keeps drafting the same three well, positions over and over again and striking out well, yeah, the three then, times. Yeah, for sure. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not defending him. And the, the, man who, I'm the man who drafted Ajahi gave the Ajahi away for nothing. Well, that's my point, Rich. That's what but I'm trying to guy. say. But it's the same guy. Yeah, I know. Wait, let me rephrase it because you're obviously not understanding it. I'm trying to tell you. I think his bigger mistakes. Or what he did with the players that he had, more so than the yeah, players I mean, that he yeah. drafted. Yeah, that, well, that's so my he's point. Got you a lot of, on he's the got draft. a lot of swings and misses too, though. I got you. What you're saying? Yeah, I got. You. Yes, of course he has. I, I'm not saying this guy is, you know, the the drafting guru. I'm not saying that by a stretch. What I'm saying yeah. is, I think his bigger mistakes lie with the talent that he had and the moves that he made once they were on the team. And it goes way back. I mean, we talk about that, that playoff team and how he dismantled that. Yeah, you're right. I mean, to and me, that's a bigger error. Don't the organization. They're always trying to make draft somebody that plays position A and make them play position C. It's like it's, it's absolutely yep. ludicrous the way and, they, the way they and always people, trying, you know? And always trying to recycle what they have yeah. to get a cheaper yeah. player at the same position. And, you yeah, know, and then and that's, that's my they, point. Yeah, when they bring somebody in, they they're looking three years down the road to get somebody cheaper. It's insane. It's the same draft, you know. Yeah, and it's the guys that they drafted, which makes it even yep. more obscene. Yeah, you know, and I understand Landry. Landry's not his draft pick. I get that, you know. But but there's plenty of them now, even more, and they still yep. like you know gave away, right? This whole philosophy of tearing it down. What did you tear down? You were a below 500 team. I never heard of a below 500 team rebuilding by tearing it down. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, so you go lower before, than you are already? I never heard of such nonsense. You know, the only tearing it down, in quotes, is, you know, when you have a championship team, Thank right? You. That's and then older. you're going to, like, yes. go, yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah, it's a, the yes. fact that you're mediocre and you're you're dismantling what you have, you know, it's 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 basically it's fool's gold that they sold yep. from the higher ups. For Ross, basically sold yeah. this. It's fool's yeah. gold, and there's clowns that bid on it and actually have in their head, you know, like this is a yeah. this is a yeah. winning philosophy. Like that's the thing you're that gets me. Like this, this whole selling thing. it. I I'm not buying it. You're not buying it. I don't know anybody else who's buying it. You know? But unfortunately, no. But you know? unfortunately, if you if you looked upon all of the people down there that bought into the tank for Tua and all this nonsense, there was a lot of people who actually did and still do buy into this whole philosophy. Like this is the way that you actually win in this league. There are. I hate look to like say it, but there are Sundays, people. So- it doesn't look like they're showing up yeah. to, to, you know, stand behind it. It looked like a Buffalo Bills no. home game the last game. 
You know? Absolutely. And don't forget the Patriots game uh, a few weeks yeah. before that. Absolutely. And, yep. and uh, yeah, no, no doubt about it. I mean, and, 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 and really, who, who would go there? I mean, who really? Who's going to go there? To see, you know, this, this Ross project. No, certainly not me and you, that's for sure. But I think it even goes, you know, past that, uh, you know. It, I, mean, it, I, I don't know people ask me to go, you're flying down for a game? I'm like, are you out of your mind? You know, flying down yeah. for a game. You know? Yeah, absolutely. No, it, it, it's <laughs> ridiculous. But, again, but, you know, and, and the fact that they've done this purposely uh, with a Super Bowl coming – um, you know, it's just you was so hard to the whole philosophy, and it, it's basically he's running this like he does his skyscrapers. You know, I mean that's what it is. It's a business, and uh, you know, and, 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 uh, and the revenue share and the revenue share in the NFL, you know, allows you to do that pretty much. It really pretty does much, if you think well, about it. Dude, he's making more money than ever because he cut his salaries. The salaries are down to bare bones. So he's making more yeah, money than were. ever. Host, host of the Super Bowl, you know. You know, he's – remember, you know, everything's been successful except the play on the field. So everything's yeah, great yeah. for him. Is that is that a statement you know? or is that a statement? That's unbelievable. That, that's it's, the, it's the biggest disgrace it, it, I've ever heard in my life. Like anybody who roots for this team really cares how much Ross makes. I mean, you've got to be kidding me, you know? Absolutely. There's no it's doubt just, about it. It's I mean, so it, last night, it's beyond belief, you know? I'm still waiting for my Where's Where's our revenue? And yet it's true. Right? Yeah. If it didn't really happen, you wouldn't believe it. But yeah. it happened. I never heard any owner ever say anything like that. Yeah, I know. No, no. It's just That's like Dolan saying that, you know? As he's, you know, he sold the company for $200 million, right? The only yeah. place we haven't been successful is the Rangers and the and the, and the, uh, and the Knicks. Like, you're, they really care about that when they're paying 25000 for courtside seats, right? Ridiculous. All right, take a quick break back at this. When the autumn mist is drawing near... And you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer. You'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. Paul Warfield, and you are listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Catello. Okay, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Pat Cattell along with Rich Van Zant as we uh, recap the uh, Miami Dolphins uh, Week 11 performance. And, um, you know, we're coming, I guess, to the 
to the final stretch of this season, and it, it's certainly been uh, a strange year in the NFL, and there's been a lot of, you know, a lot of other uh, going-ons around the league, uh, you know, besides the Dolphins, although it always seems like at some point, it, you know, it involves the Dolphins in a negative sense. Uh, one of the things that uh, I guess, uh, you know, we should say, you know, when you look at uh, the, the, the games that went on yesterday, and it was another strange week, and of course, um, the New England Patriots uh, struggling again. They haven't been playing great football, but, uh, you know, what are they, 10-1 and one right now? And uh, Dallas uh, certainly had their chances yesterday, and it comes down to another major, major uh, penalty called uh, on the final drive by the Dallas Cowboys, a tripping call which seemed almost non-existent. And, Rich, like I said, there's two, two ways of looking at it. A, you know, did the penalty happen? And then, B, you know, should you even call the penalty in that situation, you know? And it just seems like, you know, more and more big moments, games are being decided on penalties. And that's what you, you kind of want to avoid, isn't it? Yeah, that's very disheartening, and it's also what's really disgusting. It always seems to go to Patriots' way. Well, they never get a call against them in that situation. No, you know, if no, the they don't. Uh, they call that? They throw that flag? No way. No way. Yeah, it just seems like, uh, you know, it, 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 like you said, very disheartening. But, you know, officials shouldn't be deciding games as much as they should. And, and that, was, no. that was just a huge call right there, you know. Even if it Terrible. happened, which, which it turns out it really didn't happen, uh, he put his yep. leg up, but it didn't look like it was a trip. I mean, do, do you really make that call there, you know, I guess is, you know, no. the question. How about the refs, like, you know, fawning over Belichick at the end of the game? Yeah, I don't understand that. I mean, rubbing his chest. Did you see that? Like, did we do yeah, a good I mean, job? It was almost like that, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, look, it's, we, we know what the situation is. You got to flaunt it like that, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not the big conspiracy guy, but, you know, certainly yeah. it seems like there are too many people in awe of this guy as he's coaching a game. It, it is a little ridiculous. It's getting a little bit too too many people in awe of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick as the game is going on. You know, I, 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 I saw that thing on Woodson the other day, and, I, you know, I rewound it and watched it again, the, you know, the puck play over and over. And it still makes my skin crawl. That is such a fumble. It doesn't matter what the rule well, says. He's not in the act of throwing anymore. And the fact that that started well, this whole nonsense, it's just, it's just so unbelievable that that happened. So unbelievable. Well, look, I, listen, I, I, I'll say that. First of all, they did, it, they did an entire special on that. So you're really I don't need to the draw I don't, I don't need I mean, an entire no, but they, special. All I need to say no, is he's holding the ball with two hands against his chest before he got hit and the ball pops out as he gets tackled. Well, I mean, it's not actually the act that. Of throwing, what it is. I, I was more I was no, more no. in the act of throwing something at the window after it happened than that he was in the act of throwing. Oh. Well, they actually did a whole recreation where it's computer generated and you can see yeah. it as it comes down and then he pulls it back up, which is within the rules, and then he, he puts his second hand as it comes up. And that's the argument. It's when his second hand touched the ball that it should be that the it, they ruled that it was still in motion. Yeah, yeah, but it's that's, 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 that's such, but it, that is such crap. That but, is such crap. Yeah, but I, I he, say, he was not even in the act of throwing. He wasn't even in his mind he was in the act of throwing. Uh, and listen, just that's so all good. I get you. I get you. I understand what you're saying. But let me tell you something, Rich. If you think that that one play – is going to stop 11 Super Bowl appearances, spot in and deflate me. Well, you kind of like you kind of like the universe a little bit. You know? No, I don't think it does. That's my point, Rich. Think- They've went to nine Super Bowls. Nine. I mean, yeah. it's ridiculous. You know, I, I get your aggravation on it. Maybe that would take that first one away. But this this was an inevitable storm that was coming. They've yeah. went to nine Super Bowls since then. Nine. Nine. Yeah. And yeah, like, then they were penalized with with the flake gate, and they were penalized with spy gate with slaps on the wrist, but it didn't really do anything. It didn't even yeah. it didn't even pause them. Hey, that's the thing. Well, they, like, co- they, they covered up spy gate. What did they lose the first round draft pick? 
You know, they've also they covered that up and the tapes. And, and, and they find Belichick, which was basically paid by Kraft, five hundred thousand. That's what they yeah. lost for that. It didn't even it didn't even make them like stutter. Yeah. It didn't. Not even a little bit. And it, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's just it's just it's, it's mind boggling, and uh, you know, I, I I don't know, but. Um, yeah, I mean that that's that's arguably the worst call, you know, in, in the NFL history. And uh you know, I, I don't know where you go with that. Obviously they took that rule off the book. Yeah. Well how about the uh, you know how about the but, playoff game we were at to with all those ridiculous pass interference calls? I mean you're gonna get Stupid calls. There's no doubt about that. But I'm so, talking about but like you know, a remember they gave, him, they gave him that game in the fourth quarter too. Remember that? Yeah, I, I think I was. It I, wasn't I a playoff game. It was the last game of the to. season. It was the last game yeah. of the season, the Fielder game. Remember that? Yeah. And that. Yeah, they, no, they I do remember. The passer, they called the pass interference call to get the ball rolling when it was offensive pass interference. Right. No, I, I do remember it. It was very aggravating. I'm not saying that it wasn't. Yep. Um, but then there's going to be stupid calls like that. I get oh, that. Oh, Jamie you know? catching the ball in the yeah. back of the end zone. They said he was out of bounds. That was Ingram. Ingram, okay. 93, yep. that was Ingram. Yeah, that was Ingram. And, uh, uh-huh. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're bringing up a lot, but you're right. Snow, I mean, now you're refreshing my memory. Yeah. The dopey no, snowplow. Always... That was when they first started cheating. They started cheating with the snowplow, with the convict. Yeah. Listen, they've always been cheating. Uh, I mean, this yep. has been an ongoing thing that's been going on, you know, up there in that area for a long time. I mean, let's be honest. Yep. Even even the Red Sox are the biggest PED uh, uh, team of a long time. Nobody talks about yep. that, but the entire dynasty is wrapped in PEDs, from Manny <laughs> Ramirez to David Ortiz. I mean, come on, let's be honest, Rich. I mean, yeah, you're right. It, yeah, you're I, right. I mean, you know, uh, I guess you get away with what you get away with, right? And the point that you make is that, you know, the, the penalty should have been harsher as far as, you know, when they got caught doing what they did, right? right. I mean, the four-game yeah. suspension, you know, they, they fought that tooth and nail and wound up winning a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. The Julian yeah. Edelman, while you want to get on the, the tangent, Julian Edelman was caught. Sure. You know, with PEDs, wound up coming back, winning the MVP of the Super Bowl, um, and yep. and, uh, and the um, first round draft pick uh, that that they were they were penalized, I think was even conditional. I think it even was conditional that if they lost a certain amount, of, no, if they didn't make the plan, you'd have to check on this. But my memory serves that it was conditional upon whether they made the playoffs or not, and if they didn't make the playoffs, it would have it would have even been less than a first round. It would have dropped to like a second round pick. I'm pretty sure Is on that, that right? Yeah. Really? I'm pretty sure it was a conditional pick that they lost. And if they didn't make the playoffs it would have dropped. So and you know, listen. It is what it is, it's done. And uh but it certainly wasn't a deterrent, I guess is my point. And so if you're able to get away with these things, you're able to get away with it. But the fact that, you know, I don't like calls that change the complexion of games. If you're going to have calls, you're going to have bad calls. I understand that. It just seems like there's too many at critical times lately that are changing games with one flag. And this Dallas one, that was huge. I mean, that was the game. You're basically ending the game. Yeah. On that penalty, you know, and it just seems like there's too many of them. And then I agree with what you're saying as far as it just seems like too many people are, uh, too many referees are enamored with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady as they're on the field. I mean, you know, you, you shouldn't be starstruck. And if you are, you really need to get in another line of work. And the NFL needs to needs to crack down on it. And, you know, I mean, you never asked. Remember, who was it? One of the refs told one of our guys this year, the, the defensive guys, you can't hit Brady like that or something like that. Yeah. Remember right. that? 
Yeah, no, I don't it was remember. One of them was like, he hit him or something, and he goes, you can't hit Tom like that or something like that, he told him. You're going to get flagged next well. time. <laughs> and you, you're saying that it was it, it, it was uh, more towards the Tom, like it was a special way of hitting just yeah. him that, that they were called? 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, God forbid, because you know he gets sneezed on, they throw the flag. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I understand how much the game has changed to protect the quarterbacks. When you look around the league, there's just a tremendous amount of lack of talent at the position. And so, you know, I understand yeah. they want to protect their stars, but it shouldn't be special towards Brady, if that's what you're saying. I mean, you, you've already got the NFL rules towards quarterbacks that are so protective. I mean, you know, we joke about it all the time, but, you know, how many yards does the Dan Marino have with that kind of protection? It's just insane. I mean, I'm being honest. Like, you know, we say it jokingly, but the man, I don't think you'd be able to stop him. I mean, you're talking about throwing 48 touchdowns, and the guy was, like, literally getting hit by Alzado and Howie Long. Like, you know, there'd be nine flags today on that. Like, I remember plays where you just cringe watching the highlights. And the guy threw 48 touchdowns. So, uh, it had a chance quite a bit. Remember the Steve Edmund hit when he threw shoulder? Yeah. Which one? The Steve Edmund hit when he landed on his shoulder. You remember that? No, I'm not not remembering that. No, you don't remember that? He rolled out and... Like, he he got tackled, like, going towards the sidelines by Edmund late and, like, drove his shoulder okay. into the ground. He wasn't the same for the rest of the year. Well. You don't remember that? Uh, in nine, well, I know 99 is when he had gotten, uh, had gotten hurt with the shoulder. Right? That's what you're talking about? Yeah. But I, that was Edmund. I think he so, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, maybe it was, I think it was before that. Yeah. And there's the Romanowski one on Monday night. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was yeah, Edmund, but, like in the, in before that. Edmund. But anyway, it just when he was on the road, it was ridiculous, you know. Right, right. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I mean, there, there was that one uh, when he was playing the Colts in '95, uh, and he got hit with the hip. That was a major, major injury in his career uh, when he was when he was popped there on that blitz. But, uh, but yeah, yep. and either way, like we're saying, you know, I, I get your point, and there's no doubt about it. I mean, the, the, what those guys, and, and not just Marino, I mean, you know, Montana, Elway, I mean, those yep. guys were hammered, hammered, you know? Yep. Um, the, you got to wonder. I mean, even the Leonard Marshall hit on uh, on Montana in 90, right? Oh, that was, was, that uh, was brutal. Was, was sick that game? Yeah. Yep. Hit the right? Yeah. the middle. Yeah, oh, yeah. He got hammered on that. I remember that. Where he was a you know, um, yeah, no, he he said himself, I think, in his uh, biography, that that was the closest he's ever come to death. He actually thought he was going to die on the field. He couldn't oh, breathe, boy. and he, he he really felt like he was on the verge of death, like he was going to actually die on the turf of Candlestick Park. So yeah, it, was, it was a major one, no doubt about it. Um, while we're on it, uh, before we go to a break, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, I was looking at, around, right? And uh, and I think we're all guilty of this to a degree, but I think it's time that we have to admit the 49ers, they're for real. They really are for real. They got a they're really good team, and I think and I think yep. Garoppolo, Garoppolo seems to, to be legit. I mean, I guess you see why Belichick, you know, was so disturbed and – and didn't want to uh, lose him, and the fighting with Brady and, and Kraft went on, I think we're beginning to see a lot more of, of why that was. And, uh, you know, me and you both kind of shrugged when Lynch took over as the GM of that team. And we were like, really? John Lynch? Like, I was and, thinking that and last I think we're both too. really well. Good job. He really built He's that defense. Great. Yeah, he built that defense. Great job. Yep. He's done not well, a good job. He's done a great job. What's what, what really just, lacking is they don't really have a number one receiver yet. When they get that, it's going to be scary. But when you look at his – he basically showed a floor plan of how you rebuild. Not Stephen Ross. Lynch. 
has shown the game plan uh, and the blueprint of how you rebuild a team. And this team's not only good, it's going to be good for a while. And, you know, while I'm on the thing, and, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a 49er fan by any stretch. There's obviously, you know, bad history there or whatever. But let me, let me say this. Um, when you look at that team and the way that Lynch built it, right, um, kudos to him for not backing off on Shanahan, who did a really phenomenal job of beating the Patriots in the Super Bowl, albeit from a couple bad plays towards the end, the sack and then not, not trying to run the clock out. He didn't give up on that, and he, he stuck with his hire, which seems like it's a fantastic hire. Shanahan's doing yeah. a great job. And Richard, and Richard Sherman, boy, I mean, I remember, you know, uh, Damon was talking about that hard, how, uh, what a, how it changes a, 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 a team, and he has been fantastic since they brought him in there. He changed the entire complexion of that defense. He's the leader on that defense. He's playing fantastic. Obviously, you know, that Achilles injury, he's overcome that in spades. And, you know, uh, I mean, you know, every move that they've made has really turned out fantastic. Now, I'm not saying they're winning the Super Bowl, but my point is when you look at how they've rebuilt, the aggressiveness of when you really want to win and you go after it, you make moves. They don't always work. In this case, it seems like they've worked all worked out. But the way that the Dolphins and Ross have decided to do it is the complete opposite of that coin, and it's just a joke. Because, because Ross doesn't know what he's doing. You know, they, they, Bradshaw yesterday was going, how many of these billionaire ownerships uh, are smart enough to hire the right GM? And I'm like, well, I know one team that isn't right isn't smart enough, <laughs> for sure, you know? Yeah. And they're talking about that around the league. Like, like you think these billionaire owners that can afford to buy a team know who to pick to be their GM. You know, I mean, of course not. That's not what they do. I mean, you know, maybe maybe that guy Richardson who played for the 58 Colts, you know, maybe a guy like that, you would say, you know, knew what he was doing. But most of these guys don't even have a football background. That's true. But, Rich, I go back to what I say. And you say he doesn't know what he's doing, and I got to ask myself, Maybe he knows exactly what he's doing, and he doesn't want to win. Maybe his real well, game plan is to make money. If you win, win, it's here, a here's, here's the thing. I don't think his game plan is to win. I agree with you there, but I don't think he knew, would know how to win if he wanted to. No, I agree. I don't think he would either. But I'm saying I don't. I think what his game plan no, no, is. No, I know. I know what the agenda is, my friend. I, I, I 100% agree with you that it's all about money. There's no question about it. And he can he can blow smoke where the sun doesn't shine, but we know what the story is, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's, there's no doubt about that. I mean, I just think that uh, when you're an aggressive owner and you're trying to put a product on the field, um, you know, I, I just think there's a way that you do it. And uh, like I said, I think that the San Francisco 49ers have seemed to uh, to to go in that direction. And other teams should take note of it, um, and, and, and I don't see that that's the way that we've we've done it. So I'll leave it at that. I'll take the last break. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up right after this. This is Don Nottingham, former Miami Dolphin. You're listening to Pat Capello's Miami Dolphin Legend Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Capello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
Okay, welcome back. Pacatello, Rich Van Zant. We come to the final stretch of Miami Dolphins Legends show as uh, the Dolphins now will await the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, Rich, a team that's also uh, not playing well. And uh, Doug Peterson comes to his old stopping grounds um, to play them. And, and you know, this is, I guess it's... <laughs> No, no, no one even mentioned that he was ever affiliated with Miami. It's funny though. It just yeah. he was there for eight minutes. But again, but nobody even mentions he was even there. You know? Yeah. He did everything yeah. in his power to screw up three twenty five for sure. He did, man. Only guys like us remember that. He threw three. I remember more right? than most of the other people. Oh jeez, here it comes. Here it comes. Oh man! You know, I try, I try to maintain some some form of normalcy, and I try to, I try to edit you out as best as I can. But I know what's coming. I know exactly what's coming. You know, I, I guess Jay Ajay, Jay Ajay now is uh, back with the Eagles, right? So he'll be, he'll be playing in this game, right? I haven't, I didn't really follow the Eagles last week. I don't know what he played a week before. He was on the sidelines. You know, I don't know if he played. Oh, yeah? They're playing. They're playing really awful, but I, I'm sure he'll have 250 yards next week if he does play. You know, I would have to think that uh, you know the Eagles uh, and Carson Wentz. It just doesn't seem like that's working out. It really doesn't. I don't know that it does ever will. Does anybody want I mean, to win that division? Yeah, it's it's it just does. You're right. That division is really. <laughs> it's I'd say up for grabs, but nobody wants it. Nobody wants nobody it. Wants I, it. I whenever yeah. when everybody was arguing with it, you know, I said, "Oh, you're all crazy." Dallas, Dallas is going to run away with this. Boy, yeah, I missed that one. <laughs> Although they do, play, yeah. they did play well against the Patriots, you know. And obviously, that's a tough team, but um, you know, you you would have thought that they. I mean, listen, the Giants are as bad as it gets. The Eagles, uh, they've certainly shown. And then Washington. I mean, Dallas should have a five-game lead right now. They really oh, should. Yeah. Well, look at, look at, like, there's the two best running backs, right, in football were, like, Elliott and Barkley, and they're both having awful years. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Barkley, Barkley got the injury, and he is struggling this year. He does not seem like the same back. Um, and, and from what I've seen, you know, of, of Ezekiel Elliott, you know, uh, he he doesn't seem like the same back that uh, that that was fighting for this contract, which he ultimately got, right? Yeah, you know that takes a lot. I guess skipping training camp, I guess training in Cabo St. Lucas ain't, ain't the same, huh? No, it's not. I mean, the, how much of that do you put towards this? Probably eighty percent of it, I would think. Really, you think so? You really think that uh, him missing the training camp? has really uh, done this much damage? Oh, I think so. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it before, you know. This late, though. Yeah. I mean, I can understand yeah. the beginning of the year. But this would yeah, have, why would it affect it now? Really? And what is it that well, you're maybe, from? Maybe, uh, maybe he got beat up the first couple games he played, not being in shape yet, you know. Not so much shape, never recovered. football shape. And never recovered. It just kept and never worse, recovered. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah. No, it's something wrong with both of them. I don't think yeah. Barkley's healthy. I, I, I don't think he's healthy. Barkley, you see him miss that pass down in the backfield yesterday? Yeah, that, he's, that, like, he's not right. Pass. He had open field in front of him, and it went right through his hands. Like, it was ridiculous. Yeah, he's, he seems like he's a little uh, out of step for yep, whatever reason. Absolutely. I agree with that, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, but, I mean, but that being said, um, you're right about you know, the Cowboys, you know? Yeah. Like, that but being Wentz said, the Cowboys not just looking to um, to uh, win a division here. I mean, they're, 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 you know, Super Bowl or bust is basically what the motto is with that team, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I don't think winning a playoff game is going to be rosy for them. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 this team's built to win a Super Bowl, and it's just really underperforming. So you would have to think Jerry that Garrett. Jerry finally called out Garrett yesterday. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah, and you would think that Garrett is going to be, uh, you know, obviously he's already on a hot seat. He's not surviving. Uh, 
He would have to win a playoff game for sure, you would think. What, one's he's going to have to win it. a playoff game. I think he's got to well, win two. I, think I don't he, think one's going to do it. Two. Yeah, I don't think two. one's going to hmm. do it. Don't you think? So if the Cowboys, Cowboys, well, let me give you a scenario. Cowboys win They're the division. They're not going to buy yeah. No, they'll get the first round, they'll play the wild card team, they'll beat that. Let's say they beat that, which is, is all yep. hypothetical, and you're already it's already a stretch, but say they do win that game and then they go right. let's I'm just arguing, they go to they go to Seattle and they lose to Seattle. Uh, you know, twenty four to fourteen. Garrett's gone? I think so. Well then he's in a lot of trouble because I gave that scenario and it would take a lot just to get to that point. Yeah, I would that's, think he has to get to the I, I think the only way Garrett survives, and I don't even know if he yeah. survives this, I think he has to get to the championship game. Has to get to the championship, huh? I wow. think I think he's a dead man walking at this point. Yeah, I don't I wow. don't think he survives this. Not because the fan be base is flipping out at this point. And then that, and then Jerry Jones yeah. came out yesterday and said and said I'm I'm sick yeah. of watching this team with all this talent perform like this. Well, no, well, no what he basically just, said, he did say that, but that's that's not that's not he was even more critical of Garrett. What he's, I know he's that. called out the coaching. Staff. I know, I know that, but I'm just saying, you know, he's finally coming around to whatever he, Dallas Cowboy fan thinks, you know. And yeah, they want I mean, he basically said, well, what he said was coaches are going to have bad games, and there's going to be games where you know coaches could do a lot better. He goes, but I'm having uh, – there's been way too many of those games where of coaches games, yeah. have underperformed. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that, that's, that's even more so. That's a direct, direct hit right at Garrett, which yeah. is the first time that I've heard him come out and I actually put him on notice publicly like that, you know. And, you know, and you've got to factor in where it is too. I mean, let's, let's be honest, you know. Billionaires have their own little – competition committee, if you will. And they compete yep. against certain owners. And where is he? Yep. He's in the Patriots box, right? With Bob Kraft, yep. you know, his, his adversary, if you will, and big competition. Uh, and the NFL owner with the most success, maybe in the history of the league. And so, yeah. you know, the, the, when you lay an egg in that circumstance, it, it's going to echo and it's going to resonate even more, right? You, don't you think that has yeah. a lot to do with that? Absolutely. I'm sure. Yeah, he doesn't I mean, he's got an ego to, like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's got an ego bigger than anybody, Jerry Jones. And so, you know, to get embarrassed, yeah. you know, it's not even embarrassed, but, you know, ultimately you lose. Whether it's a close game or not a close game, ultimately you lose. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, there's a lot to be said there. And, uh you know, I wonder. I wonder who the coach. You know, if he does make a move, because you've always said, you know, uh, it's a big part of Jerry Jones. He wants to win, but he also, since since Jimmy Johnson, he has hired coaches that he completely can control. No and great coaches, great coaches don't necessarily go hand in hand with that. Correct. Well, I guess Parcells he couldn't really control, right? Yeah, that's a good point. He 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 couldn't control Parcells, um, uh, but from the same token, I think he was he was willing to take a notch back to get the success, which uh, you know Parcells did have. He did turn them around and get them successful to a degree. They became a playoff team, but they couldn't win a playoff game. And I guess that's ultimately where that fizzled out. And then Parcells, you know. Kind of got out of there, right? Yep. Yeah, you're right. I mean, but you're right. But you're absolutely right. The Parcells puzzle piece was very is very contrary to that. But it's almost like he he bit the bullet and he went that route. If it was well, going to give him big, the ultimate success, I think his, his big I think his big mistake was letting Sean Payton walk because he he had Garrett. Uh, he always wanted Garrett to be the head coach. I think that's what he made his big oh. mistake with. Oh, I don't think there's any question. Is any yep. question that letting Sean Payton go uh, was astronomical as far yeah. as that? I mean, he had that was his he had a mistake when they, uh, 
Yeah, that was like that was like the Giants letting Lombardi and Landry go for you know to keep Ali Sherman. But that was that's in that range, now, you now, know. Now just refresh my memory because obviously Sean Payton is another Parcells guy, and Parcells' tree is second to none. I mean, it's just insane. Right. But now when Parcells left, right? Parcells left for Miami, or was there a, was there a minute in between there? Did he go right to Miami, or was he out of football? He was out of football for a while. We hired him. He he was out of football. So when he left, yeah. right? Did uh, yes. Did uh, did Sean Payton take the Saints job the same year Garrett got the Dallas Cowboys job? Do you remember? I, I don't remember. No, I really don't. I'd be lying if I said I did. But I think I think but, Sean Payton, Sean Payton was there, right? Wasn't Sean Payton there before they got Breeze? Wasn't he there already? But they didn't bring in Sean Payton after Breeze, right? Wasn't wasn't he there a little bit before they got Breeze? You know, I I don't know. I I, I don't know. Um, boy, I just oh, don't that know. Was I mean, they had a, was a. Like well, a, a Sean Payton hired and they brought him Breeze. I mean, that's what I thought. I don't remember. I don't really remember Sean Payton ever uh, ever yeah, there without there Breeze. Yeah, I think, he, you think I think Sean was Payton there was there first. And yeah. who was the, who, who was his quarterback then? Wow. Because we had the chance to get him with Saban, which was what like oh five. Yeah, oh five oh six, right? But that that would kind of line up. Yeah, that would kind of line Peyton, up with him being there. I don't know. Peyton never coached without Breeze, but I, I'm I'm almost positive they hired Sean Peyton first, and then got Breeze. So it may have been like no, I, the I, same year, but but Peyton was in place. Already, I think you're you know? right about that. I don't think I, think I, I don't right. think I don't think Breeze would have chosen them if. There was, you know what I mean, if they didn't have the coach. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you got to remember, too, um, Breeze wasn't in the position that you think Breeze was in. I mean, he didn't come to Miami because there was a lot of rumors that he was, he was no, not but, but he had he, he did choose between the two organizations. He did have two offers on the table, even though we low-balled him and bad-bouthed him about the shoulder. There was still an offer there. Just that the um, Saints upped it, you know? We offered Bruce something. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think we lowballed him, and then he just went to the Saints. Like, a, like I think they they lowballed him. So then, and why they, is and uh, and, and I'm not the saying because I don't think they really wanted him. So I think they just lowballed him. You know? Right. Well, but if that's the case, though, like why? And I understand he should get some criticism, but it wouldn't be as much criticism, though, as as Nick Saban gets if that was the case, would it? Yeah, because they they, they they really went after him half-assed. Like, I, I think they just did the same face. I don't think they ever really wanted him, you know? Well, let me see if I can. Okay, Drew Brees got there and got to the Saints in 2006. Okay. And let me see. And, uh, and Sean Payton also got there in 2006. Yeah. So like they said, got Sean there. Hired already. Same year. Right. Yeah. So same year then. Okay, so he so yeah. no, so Sean Payton never did have another quarterback though. That was his no, only that's quarterback. Right. But I'm saying and, he was and, there uh, before they signed him, that's my point. You know? Yeah. And and, and uh yeah, I, I but I, I I don't know, like do you actually think the Dolphins made Drew Brees an offer though, huh? They made formal. him an offer? Maybe it wasn't formal, but I think they were throwing numbers around and they really lowballed him. You know? Yeah. I kind of remember that, and he was insulted about it, you know? Really? Yeah, well, if you remember it, then you yeah. Because I think, I think Miami yeah. was his first choice, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no, I like, think I you're think right. I think he wanted to be a Dolphin. He did. Yeah. He wanted to be a Dolphin. Yeah. There's no doubt about yeah. it. Uh, I remember, you know, I remember when that was all going on um, that, you know, we, we thought he was going to come, and he – he outwardly wanted. That's why I'm saying I don't remember them actually giving an offer. But if you remember, and maybe it was probably maybe it wasn't like you know, a formal offer. But I think, I think like talking to his agent and everything, I think they really lowballed him. Like they really came up with some horseshit, you know. And uh, kind of like the Teddy Bridgewater scenario. 
Yes, right? right, right, yes. Same thing, right? Same thing, yeah. yes. Yep, same thing. So where did, and where did he go? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Right. It's the same thing. Yeah. Was it the same place? Exactly the same yeah. scenario. Same scenario. Yeah. Had the offer there, low-balled them, and he went back to New Orleans, and, you know, we lost them again today. So, yeah, yep. makes a lot of sense. But, uh, you know, not surprising. When you know the organization as well as we do, we know every ins and outs of this organization for 50 years, you know. I could tell you things that went on. You could tell things that went on. You know, we've been so, – so, you know, it doesn't come as a major, major shocker. But when you dismantle it and dissect it all, you know, it, it's not hard to figure out the entire pattern and, and where everything went. But uh, that's, what's scary. Right. that's what's really scary about the draft this year, too. It's, you know, you know I'm really afraid what they're going to do. I really am. You know, they got three first-rounders. Yeah. We need a quarterback. Are they just going to reach for someone? Because, you know, the – you know, you can't draft two at this point. They may not play next year. How can you draft them up that high? You can't. Mm, yeah. Right? I mean, would you? Maybe it'll take. Maybe it'll take another safety. <laughs> yeah, maybe or 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 a defensive end. But you know, seriously though, would you take this guy in the first three picks of the draft? I think if I was comfortable that he was healthy. Or, 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 or at least I was comfortable enough that he was going to but rehabilitate from the may, injury. They said he may not be able listen, to play next year. Listen, so how are you going to know? I think if I was, well, if you let me tell you, I will. Okay. I think if okay. I was comfortable enough to think that he was going to recuperate at some point back to the form that he was, and I, I really was in love with Tua from the start, then I would. But that being said, I'm neither. I, I don't have an opinion medically right now because I don't know the situation. But even on top of that, I was never the biggest Tua fan going into it. So, you know, so that's where my opinion would be a little bit strayed, you know. Um, but if I did want him, my point is, I, I, and I had the third pick in the draft, I would, because I don't think moving down to 12 and trading that pick away is going to do any more for me long term, if that makes any sense. Oh, I understand. I don't you're think you're going to pick up. You. you know, yeah. I mean, unless you're going to show me that. Yeah. Yeah, unless you're going to show me that there's like, uh, you know, the, 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 the next uh, uh, Khalil Mack or somebody, you know, at three. You know, which I don't see them coming up with. You know, um, that, you I, know what I, I heard know, I think too. They're just as well. Yeah. The other scenario I heard is he may not, you know, uh, be qualified for the draft. He may sit out this year and just, you know, just right. uh, you know, because he's got a year left of eligibility, not and go into next year's draft. You know, not yeah. necessarily Would he play at Alabama play? next year, but he doesn't he have, to, have play, to play. No. no, not if he's re- he may not be able to play anywhere next year with this. Well, maybe that's the way to go, but he's not going to – if that's the case, he probably still wouldn't go one then if he did that. No. I, but who knows? No, not next year because you, know? you got Lawrence coming out next year from Clemson, and, and you, don't know, yeah. you, know, you don't know who else, you know? So you don't know yeah. what that class is going to yeah. be like. So who yeah, knows? No doubt. I, it's Interesting just a bad point, situation. You know? That's my point. It's a, it's, it's, yeah, look, it is. If we can't figure it out, I have no, I have no confidence that this team can figure it out. Yeah, you got that right, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right with that. <laughs> All, right. Yeah. All right, good show. We'll, we'll see you next week as the Philadelphia Eagles come to town. Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own voice Took a beat on the northern plains And just rolled that power on Twelve hours out of Mackinac City Stopped in a bar to have a brew Better go.
never say a thing. 